0: Okay, day 13, baby. I'm still trying to figure out if I want to wear the headphones or not. If you wear the headphones, you can hear your fucking voice. I think I'm going no headphones. Um, Guys, I did it. I spoke at the meeting last night. I fucking did it. I got up in front of like, there may have been like 200 people there. Um, The category was just like, fear something along the lines of fear uh my attention span is so shit right now i can i usually i get about like 25% of what i'm hearing from people um and it's i just i want to talk about like the uh you know how insane it is and uh so i get up and i talk and I'm just fucking spewing, I'm not saying, I'm I'm barely making sense, I I tried to make people laugh, which is never a good idea, um, and, yeah, at one point I go, I thought this was gonna make me feel better, uh, I don't think it did, <laughs> I think I feel more insecure, thanks, and then I left, um, I slumped back in my chair, and I was just like, ugh, I don't know I fucked up I've tarnished my reputation in this program haven't I and then after like the meeting ends and I you know I'm I I generally just avert eye contact I go inside to put my chair away and my sponsor is walking back from putting his chair as I'm walking towards him putting the chair and he just was looking straight ahead like no eye contact And like, while I'm just only making eye contact because he had suggested that I talk at meetings because I hadn't really been speaking and I wanted to lock eyes with him. So he locked eyes with me and said something along the lines of, hey, man, I'm really proud of you or something like that. But he just like looked dead straight ahead. I was like, oh, fuck. He's like, you know, all right. Maybe he didn't see me. Maybe he just like actually didn't see me. And then I go put my chair away and he's kind of slowly still walking out the door and I walk up and I put my, my arm on his shoulder and he immediately like turns away in the direction that I'm putting my arm on his shoulder to someone else and goes, Hey, did you hear the news or whatever? Uh, I don't even like, and I immediately just like walk away in the other direction. I'm like, Holy shit. My sponsor is fucking like actively ignoring me. Uh, He's pulling a Drake Bell from Drake and Josh where Drake sabotaged his own relationship so his girlfriend would break up with him. He's just trying to wait me out. So I go, you know what? Fuck you too. I'm out of here. You don't care about me. So I immediately panicked and left the meeting I'm driving home and I get a call from him and I answer it and he goes, yo, where'd you go? And I said, uh, I kind of panicked and I went home and he said, oh man, A couple people came up to me after the meeting and was like, who is that guy? He was pretty cool. And I was like, and I was like, oh, that's my sponsee. You should meet him. And so I wanted to introduce these people to you. Um, So, yeah, my sponsor did not see me. (laughs) He just didn't see me. And I, uh, you know. I'm a. I'm just a. I'm just a master. I'm a master at the craft. What can I say? I immediately made it. So he hated me and had nothing to do with me. And I've tarnished my reputation in the program. So I head home immediately. Um. Just for that all to not be true, Aiden, get your head out of your ass, Aiden. Aiden, get your head out of your ass. No one cares. Um. Like. <laughs> I just think everything's about me I think everything I love my sponsor because I can call him and I'll just be like Matt I'm the most important person in the world and he'll just hang up on me or he'll be like shut the fuck up um it was also like you know I don't know just funny how my mind works I really didn't want to record today, but, you know, I'm I'm doing this thing where, you know, it's just opposite action. I'm pretty much doing anything I don't want to do. Um, you know, if I have the energy and the, the desire to record, great, but I think it's important to just do shit I really don't want to do. Um... I went to the same coffee shop this morning. I didn't listen to Billie Eilish today, so that's that's good. Um, everyone at this coffee shop is fucking hot. It's weird. I, Everyone. I'm talking everyone at this coffee shop is hot. The people that work there, the people that attend it, the people that walk. The dogs are hot. The dogs are hot, guys. This city is so, this is great for me, because right, like I just, every room I walk into in this city, I just get checked immediately, I get put in place. If I think I'm cute for a second, I just get my ass checked by some dude that looks exactly like Brad Pitt. Hmm. I've been trying to not like think that much. Um I was thinking, you know, just like about receiving and you know receiving love. I was thinking about like my birthday. I haven't celebrated my birthday since probably like middle school. I can't remember. And I've de- like out of the past few years I've gone out of my way to spend birthdays alone because I mean, that's the epitome of everything I fear, right? People celebrating and loving you for what I perceive to be no reason. <laughs> what? You guys want to congregate in a room to celebrate me? No, thank you. That's fucking weird. I'll be by myself on April 28th. Thank you. Um, and I used to think it was just, I, I used to literally just be like, Everyone else is just so into themselves and I'm just, I'm just a humble motherfucker. I'm just, what can I say? I don't like celebrating my birthdays cause I'm better than you. And I, you know, it's just cause I have low self-esteem. That's really it. It's not, I don't, you know, it's nothing to be proud of. I think my, I've just, uh, you know, justified it for justified it as being just so, just so down to earth. What can I say? What can I say? Um. So, yeah, a real challenge for me would be for to ever celebrate my birthday. That would be a nightmare, right? God forbid. Um. Man, I wish I had some like funny shit to say. I don't feel funny at all. I don't feel funny at all. I uh I got ghosted on a hinge. It's probably so good. I should not be on dating apps right now. I'm I'm on dating apps to fill a void. I have no intention. Sorry. Jesus Christ. I uh still so dehydrated. I'm on dating apps to fill a void. The uh if you really want to fill a void you get on this app called field this app is hilarious uh it's like a sex-friendly kink friendly app you know people are on here like i like tapas uh jigsaw puzzles and getting choked and slapped and it's just a fun open environment like that um so unhealthy for me. I should not be trying to have threesomes right now. I'm on day 13 and I'm trying to have threesomes. I've never, I, I struggle to satisfy one person in bed and I'm just trying to double it. Who do I think I am? But, uh, I got like one of the more viciously I got one of the more vicious ghosts I've ever gotten in, on Hinge before. And, you know, it's probably good because I shouldn't have gone on a date. I, I matched with this girl. I can't even pull up the conversation because she unmatched me. That's how I got ghosted. I We were we were talking, and I, and I was like, oh, what's your weekend look like? And she was like, oh, it's looking chill. And I was like, want to grab coffee? And she said, yeah. And we picked a date and time. And that morning she said she was, you know, exhausted driving up from San Diego the night before. Um, can we reschedule for Wednesday and we pick the time and place and then Wednesday morning I open the app and we're unmatched which uh, which is like on like super intense that is such an intense way to get ghosted just because it's not even like you message them like oh hey are we still on and then you don't hear back which has happened but it's like I had to check that I wasn't crazy for you, you know. That's just a a funny thing to happen to someone on like day 11, I think it was, because I already think I'm crazy. So now I'm like, great, I'm messaging ghosts on Hinge now. I'm getting sober and I'm also messaging ghosts and ghouls on Hinge, people who don't exist. And I had to just really double check in my head that I had matched with this person and had conversated with them and they just unmatched with me. It's just, you know, bad timing, right? I already think I'm insane. So uh, thank you, Daisy, for, uh you know, getting me to flinch there. I should not be on these apps. I'm on field right now talking to a 45-year-old woman. <laughs> what am I doing? You know, it's about progress, not perfection, as they say, so... I'm moving in the right direction. I'm not going to beat myself up too much about it. Um, I'm so glad I got to use the word ghouls in the pod today. It's a fucking underrated word. Um, I applied to Survivor yesterday. Classic. I tend to apply to Survivor when I am detoxing. So I have a collection of Survivor applications. CBS has a collection of Survivor applications. Read and done that are just, just a a poor boy, just asking to be on television. Uh, I wish I didn't say that. (laughs) I wish I didn't say that. But I'm going to keep it in because that's what it's about. Um... else yeah it's so crazy i i just i should have gone to fellowship after the meeting last night that's that's like what they call it when people just go and hang out i just got so nervous after sharing it is really wild like the cognitive the cognitive dissonance i have uh you know, the dissonance between what is reality and what I, the reality that I construct in my head. Not sure if I used cognitive dissonance there correctly, but everyone gets what I'm saying, right? You know, and I think this has been like going on for a lot of my life. Like, I think people, for the most part, have enjoyed my company, but my brain has generally translated it to aiden you better work your ass off to earn your keep in this company because uh the moment they ain't fucking with you you're out like i don't know some some shit like that i used to this is something i like really literally this is something i did growing up i don't i'm so glad i don't do it anymore it made me ill I think peak was like middle school. It was definitely middle school when I used to do this. I'd go to you know, I'd go to school and go about my day, and then I'd get home and I'd think like, okay, I made this person laugh. I made this I had a great conversation with this person, that person. Um oh me and this person were laughing a ton today. But you know, I think I made that person annoyed by saying that thing. So tomorrow I'm gonna like focus extra attention on them and I don't have to worry about the people that I made laugh today because I'm in good standings with them. So I can hold off on them for a little bit. So tomorrow my focus is really going to be on, you know, making sure that person doesn't think I'm annoying. Um, and then I go to school that day and then come back home and be like, all right, great. I made that person. Like I made that person who I made, who I annoyed the day previous. I made that person laugh today. So the next day I don't really have to work on them as much. I can, I can, uh, go and make, try to make this person laugh and this person laugh. Um, I was like, it was like this, it was like this tally counting disease um, that I used to like try to be in good standings with people at the time. And I, rem- I, I years later, a few of my friends were like, yeah, Aiden, there was a phase in like, it was like seventh or eighth grade where a bunch of my friends thought I was like being a complete prick. And I think it was cause like my tally, that tally counting strategy was just, I was sp- like I just kept adding people to the equation. So eventually it was like, all right, I made a, B and C laugh today. I made D, E, and F annoyed, but JK and L, I haven't talked to them in like a few weeks. So I have to like hang out with JK and L and, uh, you know, LMNOP. I mean, forget about LMNOP. I have to, you know, those people, I have to, okay, maybe, you know, maybe this weekend I'll hang out with them. And, you know, by the time I'm, worrying about like the conversations i'm having with x y and z i mean a b and c who are like my first friends ever right like i just forget about them like i you know every every person's opinion matters like almost equally like i lost the value of like who like really were the people who cared about me the most or i cared about like i I didn't even really consider who i wanted to spend the most time with i i was just considering who i thought i had to spend the most time with um and that's not normal right none of that's normal i don't think a lot of people i don't think a lot of people were thinking about social life like that when they were 11 12 13 years old but i definitely was that shit goes back to elementary school for me too i i can remember thinking that way as early as second grade And I actually remember like the friend, the one friend who like really kind of triggered me to do it. It was like one, it was one for, and not this person's fault at all. It was just someone who I wanted to like me a lot and they would, and pretty regularly I felt like I was annoying them. And that's really what stirred up. It's like, I got to work. I got to work to make this motherfucker like me. Uh, And now me and this person don't even like talk anymore. So uh, glad, you know, good ROI on that investment. Um. Yeah, isn't that isn't that crazy? I was like a uh, it's like I was like the Bernie Madoff. It's like a pyramid scheme for socializing. I was like, all right, I got I got good social capital here, so let me spread some social capital over here. And the next thing I know, all my social capital is spread so fucking thin. I have like just no. Uh, I just have no. Nothing felt real. Um. yeah so before I found drugs and alcohol because the socializing aspect eventually like I got super depressed junior year of high school and I think it was because that's this performative act this performative aspect of my social life because it crept into freshman and sophomore and even junior year of high school I got super depressed junior year, and I started just like laying in bed every day after school not hanging out with people because because who wants to just keep every single time going out and being like Okay, wait, who do I have to put extra attention on today? Oh, right, this person and that person. So eventually I will just lay in bed and crush, crush Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I was eating two pints a day, baby. I think, like, you know, if you look f- back at photos of me in senior year of high school, I definitely got a little pudgier. I, I definitely blamed it on Prozac a lot, but I mean, I can't ignore the pints and pints and pints of Ben and Jerry ice cream I would eat. I would eat, it was vanilla-based early in the day and chocolate-based at night. I wasn't really fucking with the fruit flavors. I mean, respect to Cherry Garcia, but, um, you know, vanilla and chocolate for me, please. I was eating, like, two of those a day. I remember I would eat two pints of Ben and Jerry's a day, and I would lay in bed. I was watching... I remember I was wa- I did a, I was doing a challenge where I would watch a movie every single day and I would come to school and be like, yeah, guys, no big deal. I'm kind of doing a movie a day challenge. Uh, pretty cool, right? AKA, I'm I'm going home and laying in bed all day and watching a couple movies, eating some ice cream, and uh, turning it into a challenge of some sort. <laughs> turning it into content. Fucking turning it into a challenge. I'm I'm a diseased human. <laughs> Um. Yeah, they say the disease of alcoholism isn't as much the drinking as much as the thoughts that get us to that drink, which is not what you want to hear. <laughs> <coughs> oh, my God. Excuse me. I just made an edit, I think, because I just let a disgusting cough and no one wants to hear that shit. Um. See part of me I could just talk Part of me could just talk And talk And talk forever Because I'm like Oh I'm so great Look at all these Fucking fire ideas I have People could listen to me Forever But also the longer I make these I think You know Probably the less interesting They'll be Um Yeah, I worry everyone at the coffee shop I go to is like, what the fuck is this kid doing? I'm so. I go to this coffee shop every day and I walk in, and I'm like, all right, Aiden, time to look cute. Time to look cute. Look cute. Whatever that means. I didn't brush my teeth. <laughs> the moment you don't brush your teeth, you can't look cute, right? That's the rule. Um. Yeah, I mean... Isn't this nice? Just... It's almost like we're together, guys. <laughs> um, I'm working on my bedroom a lot. Guys, I got the most... I got the nicest bed spread I've ever had. I got these nice little rose sheets. With this white waffle comforter. Guys, I'm. If I were having any ladies over here, I'd be impressing them. Have any ladies seen this? Absolutely not. No one has seen this bedspread but me. (laughs) But they're adorable little roses. Okay, well, I should probably stop wasting, you know, people's time and maybe wrap this up. I'm really glad my my sponsor, I didn't know this at the time, but my sponsor is a stand-up, which was really good. Because he's been doing it for years and has a lot more, you know... Far more success than I ever found in stand-up, which is good because anytime I want to talk about any semblance of comedy, he'll just, like, kind of look at me like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> which is just, is just exactly what I need. I went to, like, you know, I went to rehab uh, a while ago, and I was, you know, an aspiring entertainer down on his, down on his luck because he's going to rehab again and can't be sober. I was like, great. I'll learn, you know, this will take me back down to earth. This will get my ass back on the ground. Um, and you go in there and, uh, you know, God, I've been trying to pray. Also, I'm saying God, you know, in the 12 steps, there's the incorporation of God, which I know puts a lot of people off and I, I never fucking thought I would ever pray, but you get sick and tired enough of being this sick and tired. And I mean, you'll do anything. I'll, I'll pray to fucking anyone right now. But, um, you know, God probably has ways of really checking yourself. I go to rehab. I walk in. I'm, I'm like, oh, man, I'm never going to be successful. I'm never going to be fucking famous. I walk in, and my roommates, a goddamn pop star. <laughs> I'm just like, awesome. Awesome. Yes, this is what I wanted to live every day in a rehab and look across at what I want. (laughs) Fuck. Conversations we'd have, man. He'd be like, yeah, it's, you know, my partner and I are having difficulties. You know, she, uh, She's a workaholic. I'd be like, oh, what does she do? You know, she's a supermodel. Oh. <laughs> oh, um, uh, that's, uh, that sounds, that sounds not bad, honestly. That doesn't sound bad, man. <laughs> like, all I did was do cocaine and eat pizza until I got here. Takes off his shirt, has 12 washboard abs. They look like an ice cube tray. I'm like, hey, man, What? What cocaine and what pizza were you consuming? <laughs> uh, man, I didn't want to bring that up. I shouldn't have brought that up. Because now... Oh, now the worst thing ever could possibly happen. Now people know I went to a expensive rehab. I'm, I'm a piece of shit for that, huh? That's another... Uh that's a self-esteem thing. I, anytime I get like treated to something like that, I, I immediately go into like this guilt trip mode of like why the fuck do I deserve to be here and why the fuck do these resources get to be spent on me? Um I'll I'll immediately stop complaining about this right now. Moving on. Uh <laughs> Um man, my mind is just crazy. I There's so much shit I'm talking about that, like, you know, I'll probably look back and be not happy that I talked about it, but like I said, like, I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I'm so desperate that I'll just do anything, and I'll I'll expel these really, like, you know, anything that sounds, any of these thoughts that sound insane, I'm just, I do think they're insane, and I am trying to, like, expel them from my body, like, this is... You know, I'm trying to exfoliate my fucking brain here a little bit. I just do not look through the wor- at the world the same way, or not the same. I just do not. You know, ex. In other words, guys, I'm trying to say I suffer from, guys, I suffer from a serious disease. I suffer from terminal uniqueness. So can you just get off my back? I'm terminally unique. Excuse me, and I'm going to die from this disease. No one, no one understands me, and I'm, uh, I'm different from everybody else. So. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Dunn, we're so sorry to tell you your son has died of terminal uniqueness. He was just too bright for this world and uh, he was too special and no one could understand him. Shut the fuck up, (laughs) Aiden. All This Sounds like a good time to wrap this up. Uh, Day 13 feels very similar to day 12. I'm super insecure and I'm super in my head. No one wants to be my friend, but that's probably not true. Take care. I love you.